Welcome to the Speaking of Math podcast, episode number 64 by Door to Math. This podcast is devoted to all things math education and how parents can be a positive factor in their kids' math learning. Math is the gateway to many professional careers as well as confidence and personal growth. Find more information at www.door2math.com or on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Tucson Math Talk. So let's get on with the topic of the day, Common Core. The first word that comes to my mind is confusion. That's pretty accurate. At the office, I often see the kids bring in, for example, the fourth grade multiplication or subtraction even sometimes, and uh, inevitably the mom uh, or dad comes with the kid to say, what's going on here? I didn't learn math this way. This is just so frustrating. It's a little bit past to what where our kids learn math, but it is very relevant to when students come in to the office. So I don't have firsthand experience, but uh, I watched some videos on YouTube and just seen people's reaction to it. And the first thing I heard is, why go through all the trouble? Why make it so hard? Yeah, so from the quote-unquote education point of view, at Common Core, you know, it's no different than when we had the old math, the new math, and then we moved on to the Common Core, as you remember. So the new math, they were complaining that it's really kids are just remembering the steps but not really understanding it. So I get Common Core came from a good spot so that they want kids to understand it. But I think there's two main issues that's... Uh, when the Common Core introduced that they were not considered this. The biggest one, I believe, there's no supporting system when it comes to our our country. We, uh, our vast majority of adults, didn't grow up learning this. So when the kids come in with a homework assignment at home, they don't have the supporting system at home to really push the Common Core through. And the second thing, I believe that, you know, from talking to all my teacher friends, they don't really particularly like it either. That's a big problem because I believe the kids really catching on. It's not necessarily the material, but it's the passion the teacher has. So with those two big problems that we really created some um, big mess here. Okay, so I see we have a big mess. A lot of parents are out there confused and don't know where to turn. So, um, if I'm a parent, I'm lost. What's what's the first step that I can even start with? Okay, so a common question, that's a really common one, that the mom comes in and says, what, what do I do? So um, I always say, let's take us one step back because we as adults has perspective, right? And I always tell the moms, especially the moms, look, you're your child's first line of math defense. Think about that, right? So if you get frustrated, and um, that frustration got to go somewhere and your kid is like a dried sponge. He or she is really absorbing your behavior and if that frustration gets transferred without any digestion, without any talking directly to the child, the child will shut off, right? So you're closing the gate. That's why I say, you know, watch what you say and how you react and when something like math comes in and frustrates you and you trigger is uh, pushed, or your button is pushed. Okay, so watch what you say. Uh, kid, my kid comes home and has this common core problem. I don't know how to solve it. 
So um, I know I need to take a break. When I take a break, I um, separate what I experience from what the kid needs. That's a really good starting point. So if you can take yourself、uh, detached a little bit, yes, you are frustrated. But if you can observe that experience and maybe trace back a little bit to your own experience and do this before you interact with the kids,、um, a good example I I can think of when I share with the parents is. When you and I have a flu, it's a flu season, right? You and I know we shouldn't pack our kids' lunch sandwich, right? Because we're thinking we don't want to pass the germ on. Well, think the same thing when it comes to Common Core. Your frustration is a math germ in a way, sort of speaking, right? So you want to protect your kid. Again, we are first line of defense for our kids when it comes to math, right? Or if、uh, I remember when our kids was、uh, starting to learn driving, right? I know I'm a really nervous parent,、um, so I didn't want my kid to observe my nervous energy. And we hired a driver's professional driver teacher to teach them that. Or、um, can you think of anything swimming, right? Yeah, swimming is you start to panic when the kids are not able to swim. You always worry about them drowning. So. We took them to swimming classes, and there are some really loving ladies that really help them out a lot. Right. So when it comes to math, your own frustration, you gotta own that and really put a good bubble around your own frustration. You don't want your kids infected with whatever frustration you have. And I think that's a big, really first line of defense. Now, what are some things that you can do,、um, which parents ask me a lot? So I always say, look, that、uh, this math. New thing, Common Core is really big and thick and hairy. So if you can, I suggest the mom and dads go online, find an eighth grade Common Core test, test it yourself, see how comfortable you are. If you say, "Hey, this is a piece of cake," I can learn Common Core. By all means, do that, right? If you take a look at the test, you go, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to go anywhere near this," and I just want to help my kids to. Love math. Then you can take yourself out and find something else a lot more constructive. For example, build a math village, right? Talk to the math teacher. Go to the morning office hours with your kids. There are a lot of things parents can do, and teaching Common Core is only just like one of the list that you can do. All right. So the last part is, I need to make a calm and rational decision.、Uh, am I up to? Spending the time, which will maybe many hours, figuring out Common Core, so I'm professionally good enough so that I can pass the knowledge to my child or help the teacher pass the knowledge to my child, and if not, find someone else that can do that. Yes. So this is what I mean. We are the first line of defense. So. Give you give yourself a test. Which a lot of mom don't want to hear that, but once they try it, they go, "Wow, this is not something that I'm prepared to go in, and it's going to take me away from the things I can do with my kids." And、um, that's to that I say, you know, hooray, because now you have a pretty accurate estimate how big the project is, and that would empower you. All right. So the point of taking an eighth grade Common Core test is not necessarily whether you're familiar with the problems already. It's whether you're willing to familiarize yourself with the Common Core method. Yes, that gives you are like a roughly the size of the project, right? If your kid is only seventh grade or second grade, 
and you take a look at the eighth grade common core you go like wow this thing is not something i want to touch so that actually empowers you and releases you and you can use your energy elsewhere you can have a grassroots and tumble the common core you know if that's what you decide to put your energy on there do that instead so if i'm not willing to put up with this common core choice a i can take my child somewhere else Choice B, I can stay with the Common Core and find the math village resources. Um, so other than the teacher, possibly a tutor, I'm struggling to find ideas where to find these Common Core resources. Online is a good place. Now, so step number one, do the eighth grade Common Core test. So know what the size of the project roughly look like, right? Once you decide, yes, I want to do that, then go on YouTube, really learn what Common Core is all about. You can reach out to teachers online. There's like community there. If you decided that's not something I want to touch, then, you know, listen, moms out there and dads too, we're really resourceful people, right? We're resourceful, we're strong. So let's tap in our innate power and find something that would contribute to our kids. And let's not pass that math germ we have if that math common core is not your thing, right? Bubble it up and put it on the side move on. All right, so let's summarize. Um, Common Core, how do I as a parent powerfully address Common Core when my third or fourth grade child comes home with a Common Core problem and I have no idea what it is and I think this doesn't make any sense, why would it make any sense to my child? So um, what I hear, the first step, what I as a parent can do is separate my feelings or opinions about Common Core, about then what's good for a child so and then tie it figure out where my feelings and experiences come from and then just make one decision uh, do i stay with common core help my child or do i have someone else uh, help my child with common core and the way to do that is to take a eighth grade common core math test and see not necessarily if you know how to solve the problems but if you're willing to learn how to solve these problems and then go from there. Either find resources on the outside or learn Common Core, or I can learn Common Core myself and help my child with it. Yeah, that's a pretty good summary. I think in the end, you know, um, our kids depend on us, right? We're the guardian for their curiosity. We're the guardian for their passion to learn. There's a lot of things we can contribute and teaching Common Core ourselves. It's really just the one... um, one of the many tasks we can do to contribute. And it doesn't, you, you know, if you choose not to do it, it doesn't make you a bad parent whatsoever. Actually, you know, nine out of 10 parents come to my office decide not to go that way. So they go build the other resources so the kids can thrive. And I think, in my opinion anyway, that's probably better use of our natural talent. All right, and on that note, until next time. Happy parenting.